just had to like boost it a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, do the compressor thing or whatever. Just break down each aspect of the podcast creation as you drink your fucking milk. That's good milk. What kind of milk do you got there? That's uh, whole milk from um, Anderson Sheeter, Erickson. Sheeter Farms. Sheeter Farms. I don't know. The, no way, that's a real name. It is. Sheeter Farms. Do I have to go get the fucking jug for you? I don't want the jug of milk. Okay. It's like a glass jug. It comes in a glass jug, and I think they're. Did a does a dude wearing fucking all white with like a little black bow tie, no, like a like a scrawny is, Colonel Sanders, deliver it this, to you? This is more rustic. I this really is, wish that that's what happened, though. I really wish there was milk delivery in my. A dude area. named Stewart. Stewart. What's that? Why is that the milkman name? Stewart the milkman. Oh God. <laughs> Stewart the milkman dressed like fucking Colonel Sanders. Sandlers. Colonel Sandlers delivers your fucking milk every morning. It is Burt Birkenstock here you reporting should, the news. You should start kind of as like a prank on the other people in your apartment building to leave a milk crate with milk milk things outside of your apartment <laughs> door. <laughs> I them. should dress up as that myself and come and pick it up too. Make sure that someone else is in the hallway. Just like come a... come home, grab your milk crate, and just walk into your apartment and never come back out. <laughs> oh my god. I should do that. That's putting like a whole new like Christopher Nolan level to the the age-old uh, joke about like the milkman fucking the wife. Hmm. You are the, the tenant of the apartment. I'm jerking off the milkman. <laughs> I'm jerking off the milkman. <laughs> Making me the mil- milkman. Yeah, that's basically the plot of the that movie Tenet that just came out. I didn't watch I it. I haven't seen it. I didn't watch it. Um, all I know about it is that it's something about, you know, like, time travel and duplication and shit like that. What's what's the last newer movie you saw? Like, what's the what, when's the last time you actually saw, like, a movie that recently came out? Um, that would, I would have to uh, che- check my trusty Letterboxd account. Um, let me see real quick. The last movie I saw in theaters was Joker, hmm. which I don't know when if did I... that come out? That was... 2019? End of 2019. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was, yeah, end of 2019 for sure. Uh, which, that was a fucking, that was a theater experience and a half. That was a quintessential theater experience in Waterloo, Iowa. Why? Because you had people talking around you and they wouldn't shut the fuck up? Not only did I have people talking around me, I had a child asking his father every, like, 30 Why seconds. Why was a child at that movie? Fucking beats me. It was, like, 2 p.m. on a Tuesday, too. Like, those people should have been at work and at school. Which, I mean, I probably should have been at work, too. I honestly don't think... I, I think I may have skipped work. That day. I'm gonna skip work and go watch the Joker. I'm gonna skip work for a fucking mid-afternoon showing of the Joker. But no, there was, like, a ten-year-old kid with his, like, family, and, like, there was a younger kid there, too, and they were just, like, every 30 seconds, the kid was just like, hey, Dad, and, like, would ask, like, a fucking, like, borderline fucking just dumb fucking question about the movie. <clears throat> like, I remember he asked, is that Batman? Like, 30 times. <laughs> yeah, because when you're a kid, you want to see Batman. Who gives a fuck about the Joker? Which, like, I was getting annoyed at first because, like, he asked that a couple times. And then, if you haven't seen Joker, spoiler, there is a scene with young Bruce Wayne. And the kid said, hey, is that Batman? 
And the dad, like, at this, like, at no point did the dad respond to him. Like, was just, like, would shush him, like, every five minutes. But, like, the dad never, like, gave him an answer. And when Bruce Wayne was on screen and the kid turned to his dad and said, Dad, is that Batman? I just went, yes, it's Batman. (laughs) (laughs) And the dad gave me such a fucking look. Like, that was the only action, like, I saw that dad do the entire fucking showing was him, like, whip his head to the side because I fucking told his kid that, yeah, Batman's on fucking screen right now. Shut the fuck up. That sounds like a 2 p.m. showing of any movie, honestly. Yeah, 2 p.m. on a fucking Tuesday at the Crossroads Theater in Waterloo, Iowa. And then as a lead-up to that, I also fucking... um, I did the thing where in certain theaters they'll have you, like, pick your seat Mm. before you you know, going to the theater, and... You got the recliners. Yeah, you got the fucking, the ultra deluxe comfort fucking, the ones that, like, feed you popcorn and suck your dick for you. Um, but leading up to that point, I had never been in a showing that was, like, packed, so I would always just, like, hit a random one, and then just go in and sit in the best spot in the theater, and I'd never had any issues with that. No one ever confronted me about that. It was always just, you know, pick, pick the spot in the top corner, and then just sit wherever I want. Okay. I uh, did that. I picked the spot in the top corner, and then I sat in, like, an aisle seat, like, kind of middle middle of the theater. Like, nothing crazy. No, no seat to fucking write home about. And I was just sitting there on my phone. I was, like, really stressed out, which is why I went to see Joker, which I, I don't know if that really checks. It's like, yeah, is that going to make it better? Yeah, I was just, like, I was having a really bad day. I'd like to disclose on here that I have not seen this movie. That's fine. Uh... Yeah, I was having a bad day, so I was like, you know what? I want to see something I can relate to. I'm going to go see Joker. (laughs) But I was just on my phone, like, during the previews, and I was just, like, minding my own fucking business, and then, oh, cracking open a fucking cold one there, bud. Yeah. Uh, A dude and his fucking girlfriend came up to me, and the dude was just like, uh, you're, you're in our seats. And I, like, proceeded to look around to the entire almost empty theater and go, there's seats everywhere, dude. Just just pick one. And he was just like, no, those are our seats. And I was just like, did you pay extra for them? Like, they're just seats. Mm-hmm. And he was like, those are our seats. Those are the ones on our ticket. And I was just, and I like, before I could say anything, he was like, what, what seat do you have in your ticket? <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know, fucking 6B. What the, f- why does it matter? The theater's empty. And he kept just, like, he was so insistent that those were their seats. And I wanted to continue to argue and be like, why did you pick these seats? They're not that great. Like, you're fucking terrible at picking fucking seats. But he was just so... I know why you picked those seats. Yeah, so he can fucking... fucking, (laughs) He can do a little bit of fucking tech decking on his girlfriend's pussy. That's why he was fucking... (laughs) That's why he wanted that fucking seat. But I I had to get up, and it was really good because, like, he was trying to, like... I was, like, leaned back in the chair, like, ultra fucking comfort, had the, like, the fucking recliner thing up and everything like that, and then when I stood up, he was, like, being all tough guy, but when I stood up, I was easily six inches taller than him, and he, like, immediately was just, like, just, like, sat down and, like, didn't say anything else. You should have, like, got up and then got in the seat right next to him. Yeah, <laughs> sat in two <laughs> yeah. seats over. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, can you can you take the aisle seat? I want I want to sit next to your girlfriend. Hey, your girlfriend. Can I sit next to her? Yeah, it's cold over here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I should have stood up and fucking crumpled him like a goddamn accordion. Oh but, my uh, god. Well, should have gone full fucking Looney Tunes on that dork. But I end up yeah, just sitting between. 
you know, the, fa- the, the family, <laughs> yeah, drop the fucking anvil on him. You're going to paint a picture of the rest of the movie theater and then tell him... Yeah, I'm going to paint a picture of the exit and be like, oh, there's a fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I end up sitting between the, that family with the 10-year-old that wouldn't shut the fuck up. And then on my right was a family... Not a family. It was an older couple that had, like, two, like, big blankets. And I 100% oh. guarantee that dude was getting jerked off underneath the blanket. What's up with movie theaters and people getting jerked off? Also, something about the surround sound just really gets me going. I, it's I, that I'm, THX intro where it goes like... Yeah, it's just my... I get a half chub the second that an intro comes on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't understand why the movie theater is such a hot spot for, you know, for fucking... Or it used to be. Maybe, uh, maybe it is more so now. I mean, now there's less people at the movie theater. I would go. I would go to a fucking AMC right now to get jerked off. Like I have no reservations there. <laughs> Are you here to see a movie, sir? No, I just want nachos and. <laughs> I'm just gonna get nachos and then me, my friend, and I are gonna jerk each other off. Oh my god! You go up to the you go up to the ticket booth. Uh, what has the least amount of tickets sold currently? Like, what's the least popular movie you got? Man, I remember being in a situation where we were the assholes in the movie theater. Fuck, I bumped the thing. Yeah, anyway, I remember being in that situation, being on the other end of it, because we were like, um, we went and saw, like a, it was during the week, I don't remember when, but when the Green Lantern with, uh, was it Ryan Reynolds or Andrew Reynolds? I don't know that guy's name. An- isn't Andrew Reynolds Is a it- skateboarder? Yeah, Andrew Reynolds, not the skateboarder. Ryan it's, Ryan, it's Ryan Reynolds is who you're Ryan Reynolds. To. We saw that Ryan Green Lantern Reynolds. movie. And it was like, just me and my friends in the back. And there was like one lady who looked like she was going bald kind of, but she still had like the strands of hair, but you could see the sheen coming off the back of her head. Like, it was just like really a, thin. Kind of like a, like a, like nature skullet, essentially. <laughs> nature skullet? Her hair looked ethereal. Let's put it that way. <laughs> It was glowing. It was glowing. It's like it was there, but it wasn't. Anyway, it's a mirage. Yeah. <laughs> but we Miss, were, your scalp is a mirage. We were like high school kids. We were fucking yelling and shit in the back because the movie was fucking boring and we got in an argument. About yeah, the, the movie sucked ass. We got in an argument about the lighting because I was like, see the lighting, this scene, it's, it's lit more yellow because yellow represents fear in this movie. So he's feeling scared right now. And then my friend's like, you're Did fucking, he hate Asians or you're something? retarded, you don't get it. No, because in the Green Lantern, isn't it like uh, the 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 different colors for the different like uh, powers you can use and stuff? Like uh, You're asking a specific question about a movie that I half watched once. And honestly, my memory is so unreliable, I may have gotten jerked off during that movie. <laughs> It's a high possibility that that happened. I'm not the kind of person to explain this sort of thing to people. I really, I, I mean, maybe I'll watch uh, Green Lantern and I'll, I'll, I'll connect the pieces yeah. tonight. Uh, that's my homework for tonight: is watch Green Lantern so I understand what yellow means in the context of the film. Well, that's the thing. See, it does mean that in the context of the film, and I think I was right. I think I was right all along. Are we both going to have to watch scared. Green Lantern later? I'm not watching Green Lantern ever again. I think I've seen that movie like <clears throat> once or twice or three times and I'm not watching that's, it again. That's too many. <laughs> yeah. It's making me... I've indigestion, okay? Didn't that also come out like the same week as Green Hornet? Like I know that was like the same oh, year. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna have Green to... Hornet was a way better movie. Still really forgettable, but yeah. way better. 
I also would like to say that Kick-Ass 2 also came out in the same, like, week. I never saw that. Don't. Okay, Green Hornet was 20 fucking 11, January 14th, 2011. And Green Lantern was... Come on, Google. It was probably 2011. June 15th, 2011. So they came out, like, the same year. And they're both, you know, largely forgettable bullshit movies. Kick-Ass 2 wasn't even close. I, that's just my uh, unreliable... I'm the unreliable narrator in this story when it comes to largely forgettable fucking garbage superhero movies. I think that's most... I can't remember the last movie. Like, the last movie I saw that I was like, man, I'm going to remember that one for a really long time. You know, I... Joker is not an amazing movie, but I somehow think about parts of that movie almost every single day. Hmm. Like, I think that, like, it has some weird holding power on me, even though I only watched it the once in the theater. I think it was the context in which I saw it, and also just the fact that, like, like, it's not an amazing movie, but it, like, has such a budget and, like, so much going into it that it, like, is hard to, like, knock it. Because, mm-hmm. like, it, it's, it's good, not great, but, like, it's got its merit. There's, like, clearly effort put in, and, yeah. like, people cared that were writing it, and it's got, yeah. like, a weird story. Because I, I remember when that came out at the time, it was, like, kind of controversial for some reason. Yeah. I still can't figure out why. I have no idea. Well, people thought that some fucking, some blue-haired motherfucker was going to shoot up the theater or something like oh, that. some, like, false flag event or something. Yeah, people were, some like... Some crisis actor was going to come in and fucking shoot up the theater. Yeah, and be like, oh, I fucking hate DC. <laughs> or whatever the... Uh, Batman's DC, right? Yeah. Yeah. Zack Snyder's going to go into a theater with a fucking the submachine Snyder gun. Cut. He goes in the theater. This is the real Snyder cut and just shoots a bunch of civilians. Yeah. Yeah, that'll, that'd probably be much better than the fucking four-hour movie that he released. Mm-hmm. Which I still refuse to put myself through watching that. That's, a, that's the Justice League movie. Yeah, the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut. Which is just... Four hours? It's exactly four hours, I think. Damn, that movie was fucking garbage. They're gonna add four more hours, or like another three hours of shit on top of it? Apparently so. I've, I've, I've heard varied praise oh about God. it, but you're fucking I'm sorry. It's the, gaseous. It's this non-alcoholic porter. Yeah, it, it happens. I really don't care about fucking superheroes. That's my, that's my problem here. Like, I think they're cool in theory. I just, like, don't give a shit about the movies. Yeah, I'm not gonna, um, like, super go out of my way. Yeah, like, Marvel fans are just, like, Disney adults. They're, like, just on the same level as of yeah, fucking... Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same bullshit. I mean, it's okay. Like, I have some comic books sitting down here, and I, like, you know, I like, uh, like, enjoying the artwork, and sometimes the stories are kind of cool, but, like, I'm not, like, gonna wear, like, a Batman t-shirt. There's a difference between be, a like, comics fan out. and a superhero fan. Right. A superhero fan wears cargo shorts and, like probably has some things undiagnosed in his brain <laughs> a comic fan is just a dude he's <laughs> just kind of a I'm dude a guy. Like that him. also probably has something undiagnosed in his brain right. well okay but there's like okay so you're gonna you're gonna read like get, you talk about like watchmen I think the average Watchmen fan is uh, probably... Have you, have you read Watchmen? Yes, I have read Watchmen. And I'm, that's I'm, good I'm, the, I'm the pot shit. calling the kettle black here. Okay. Because I also like comics. Well, whatever. Imagine trying to tell, like, someone in 21, uh, 2021, you should get into comics, but, like, not being, like, not sending them down the timeline of, like, graphic novels and, like, 
kind of the more like independent like black mask like image stuff and just being like you should get into batman comics yeah just start now just jump right now yeah just start now even though there's you know 400 different arcs spread across 100 years i kind of really like how inaccessible it is because that pushes people more to be like oh i'm just gonna like find a new thing yeah, I'm going to find something that. that has four issues that yeah. came out in 2015 that's, like, about a hero that doesn't exist anywhere else. Right. Or, or, it's or like, like, some, like, off-the-wall thing, like those, that Nailbiter series. Yeah, yeah. That I ended up, like, buying all of the fucking, the, what are those even called? I the bought volume, all of the, the volumes. I bought all the volumes of it in, like, a month. Yeah. Because I kept fucking reading it. It was just so good. Yeah, stuff like that. I like that kind of shit. Yeah, it's, uh, the, the definitely gets a pass in my mind because, like, there's just so much fucking going on with comics that, like, you can't... There's no jumping in point unless you, like, seek the independent stuff. Mm-hmm. And you have to be, like, full autism to be able to oh. jump into one of the big superheroes. Right. And, like, like to be able to plan out, like, okay, you need to read, you know, this, this 111 issue run from 92 to 97. And then you have to go back and there's these four volumes from 84. Like... That's just too much for fucking anybody to do, especially because a lot of that stuff isn't even accessible anymore. Like, you can't get copies of that for a price that, like, isn't bullshit. Right. And that's the cool part about, like, the the smaller, just, like, the single issues is, like, they, they, like, Image does put those out, and you can buy, like, one or two, like, $2 issues of something. Yeah. You get into that, and then if you're like, oh, this sucks, you can just stop, and then you're down, like, four or six bucks or whatever. It's not a big deal. Yeah, and also, like, I, I don't know if Image does this with everything, but, like, they'll just be like, all right, that run is done. Here's just, it and, like, a, here's like, an omnibus here's, yeah here's, here's an omnibus where it's all together for 20 bucks yeah. like once the once the run's finished like if it's popular enough mm-hmm. just uh, give me books give me books it's cool That's all it's, I need. it's cool like the guys uh at the the core in cedar falls that comic shop there they're super nice and it's cool how you can just go in there and be like i'm into like i'm into uh, like horror stuff i like hp like, lovecraft i like uh, anthropomorphic horror uh yeah. comics and then the guy just me he's like oh yeah you're gonna want to check this out then this yeah this. here's here's six recommendations <laughs> yeah, yeah. that are nailed to the back of my head somehow those guys are cool there i wish i like i guess i have that with music but i wish i had that extended knowledge about like more applicable things in life where i'd be able to just like Cause like I'd say I'm definitely like I can work as you know a recommendation machine for like music shit, but like that can only go so far because you know my tastes are still limited. But like mm-hmm. the people that can just be like, oh yeah, those three keywords that you just gave me, here's like six tangible things that you'll enjoy. Like that's just like a really good quality to have, no matter what niche you're like working in is. It's, it's like that new Spotify thing that you were showing me oh yeah this fucking spotify playlist that's basically just like having the most annoying best friend that will there's there's a i think it's a website that does it there's a spotify fucking there's basically a 24 hour long spotify playlist for any niche genre you could ever fucking imagine and they have a playlist for like a summation of what the genre is and then there's also one that's like the entry level artists of that genre the new artists of that genre and then like other stuff that's like kind of just like 
in between genres, but each one is fucking 24 hours long. So I don't know if it's auto aggregated or there's just one dude that doesn't sleep that just it's, is it's constantly aggregating That's it. That's why you're tired in the morning. That's you, why I'm... you shut off and Spotify has like a weird uh, series of tones that plays on your phone when you're like, I'm a Spotify to sleeper cell agent. Yeah, exactly. And I wake up and I just get on my laptop and I'm like, all right. Sounds of Boston Hardcore, let's go. <laughs> what was that one uh, 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 deconstructed... Deconstructed club deconstructed music, which was club. essentially just like, if you're uh, at a club in Minecraft and you're listening through a wall, that's essentially <laughs> what that music sounded like. That's the review from someone who listened to about five seconds of one song. Yeah, I really... It's it's not for me, but I respect it. And it all just, like, all the genres, you get to a point where it just sounds fake and you sound like some scarf-wearing motherfucker from NPR. It's just, like, <laughs> making it up. Oh, man. All right, up next we have a new artist um, hailing from Trenton, New Jersey. Um, his name is Brent, and he plays outsider deconstructed house grime music. It's like that level. That's of... almost too cool sounding for NPR. I need to. Ha- I need to be a more bit NPR's more. NPR is lazy. NPR is like, or I, I guess I'm talking about IPR, but they're lazy. <laughs> they just go like, and this is a local band from. Watnatua, Iowa. Uh, it is uh, Jerry and the Sleet Skaters, and they play a blend of banjo fusion disco. This is the uh, 30 minute um, outsider sessions with Acid Jazz Group. <laughs> the acid, Fleabags. Acid Jazz Bass as like a preset on like audio editing software is always the worst sounding thing in the world. It is always it? sounds like shit. Gonna... I don't know what the fuck acid jazz is, but I've seen the I've seen the like the name enough where I I, I only know the, what the thought of it is. What really fucking like. pisses me off. There's probably some like really heavy acid jazz fans out there that you just pissed off. I don't give a like, fuck. They can they can fucking come to my house and fucking fight me. I'll be like, oh yeah, Dead and Company's playing down the road. You should, I, that'll be my diversion for the fucking acid jazz fans. Is tell them that Dead and Company is playing at the fucking fairgrounds. <laughs> they won't come within fucking three miles of my fucking domain. Darren Denton and the Sacagaweas are playing. <laughs> <laughs> they play a style of. Up next, we folk. have. An interview with Darren, who played bass for Dead and Company for three shows in 1998. He's going to tell us about the life and times of, you know, having to fill in the very large, very smelly shoes of Jerry Garcia. (laughs) I think public radio, like, everyone's all for, you know, like... You see all the fucking dorks in, uh, in fucking pastel shorts. Not even, like, there's the offshoot of the frat boys where it's, like, the fucking indie dudes that, like, they're the type of dudes that, like, the second it drops below 70, they, they put on a scarf. And they really are into public radio. And I'm here to say it right now. Fucking defund NPR. Defund IPR. Any fucking sort of independent public radio bullshit that you have in your area, I want you to go to their station and fucking firebomb it because it is contributing fucking nothing. I think I think uh, Don Jolly put it the best um, when he was on uh, that episode of Hyde Wars when he said NPR is like 
the music they play for cattle when they're on their way to the slaughterhouse to keep them calm. That's a really good way to put it. I'm just, like, I'm tired of fucking, like, indie as a label is dead, obviously. Like, that that term means fucking nothing. It doesn't describe music. It doesn't describe how the music comes to be. It doesn't mean fucking anything. It's just independent music, independently made music. You know, before it meant, like, uh... It's not even independently made, because it's independently made, and you're like, oh, this is a cool indie band, and then you find out... But in your head, you know what it means. You know, it means, like, acoustic guitar, and, like, someone's playing a ukulele. Yeah, it means bullshit. Yeah. You think, like, oh, it's indie, like, oh, that's, like, a, kind of, like like, a DIY thing, and then you find out, like, the vocalist, like, their dad is, like, a hedge fund manager, and, like, their record label is actually a subsidiary of Warner Brothers... I feel like that happens, like, every three months. It's like, oh, I meet this new, like, indie pop DIY duo, and it's like, oh, my fucking dad is the Secretary of Defense. Like, <laughs> yeah, meet this... Uh, most famous musicians have, like, ties to, uh... Yeah, my fucking, uh... I am, I'm an indie... I'm an indie I electronic... I'm part of an indie electronica duo. My father established a coup in fucking Argentina. I came out of nowhere with my Kia Forte ad song. <laughs> yeah, my dad is the chairman of Kia. <laughs> <but> <laughs> all those fucking people do play uh, fucking like car commercial music. Yeah, it's like that or just, uh, you know, the really annoying advertisement music that they play. Yeah, it's uh, like, congratulations, videos. your band just finished their fucking, uh, your three-week tour, and you, you make fucking Hyundai Elantra music. Yeah. I would, you know, I want to know what groups make the advertisement music for, like, prescription medication. Because it's gotta be, I don't, you That's know, the genre I want to get into. I want to be the fucking Zeljans. Like, I want to be the fucking, <laughs> I want to do the background music for all the fucking, like, all the, uh... Like, the depression medication and all the diarrhea medication. That'll be my corner. Do you think it's, like, cordoned off by what medication? Like, do you think there's a diarrhea dude that's just in the studio? <laughs> diarrhea dude? He handles all the fucking IBS medication. <laughs> and it's just one dude in a studio that's just like, yeah, I've, uh... I don't know, it just hit me one day. I knew it was my call, and I have to make diarrhea music. Just him. Why, does he, why am I picturing, what the fuck, who's the guy that voices BoJack Horseman? H. John Benjamin? I picture that guy playing that character for some reason. It's just is like... It, no, not, not H. John Benjamin. Isn't I H. John Benjamin? No, the fuck it's that is it? other guy. What the Will Arnett. But now H. John Benjamin sounds like a better pick, honestly. Yeah, because H. John Benjamin I looks... I was making diarrhea music. <laughs> Yeah, like he's just like, he's got like a fucking, not a five o'clock shadow, he's got like a nine o'clock shadow, it's just a little bit more. It's not quite a beard. He's dressed in all brown and you like think, you think it's a joke, but in reality that's just what he wears. Yeah, he's dressed in all brown, but he's got like the Mac DeMarco thing going on, he's got like the, like the short, like jeans that he's, are like he's got bright. the mac demarco thing going on but he's definitely 40 pounds heavier than mac demarco right right he definitely he's fucking fat demarco fat demarco <laughs> yeah that's no, i uh, just want to see he's the guy that did the uh the improvisational jazz album yeah h john benjamin he did. doesn't know how to play not piano. bojack horseman will arnett was bojack horseman who was also uh fucking uh fucking job in arrested development oh okay 
it's all connected. But yeah, Atron Benjamin was the dude that did uh, did the jazz album where he plays piano on it, except he doesn't know how to play piano. But he like figures it out slowly as he like, yeah, goes along. Uh, the as the album goes on, he like slowly figures out how to do it a little bit. <laughs> it still sounds like shit, but he has like a full on like jazz quartet behind him, and he's just like plinking on the fucking. <laughs> Jazz piano would be fun to learn how to play. I think jazz is bullshit. Why? I don't fear it. Why I, do you think jazz is bullshit? You don't fear jazz? You I don't, don't fear I jazz don't, fans? <laughs> I don't... I I really don't know what I'm afraid of. It's like space. I really don't know what I'm afraid of. It's the unknown. I feel like jazz is like the uh, comic books of uh, music. Because it, there's so much shit that you have to... I guess, so but like, background. it all just, like, boils down to, like, yeah, just listen to Miles Davis and fucking Coltrane or whatever. Like, I I don't have a problem with jazz, but when people describe jazz as easy to listen to, I don't understand it, because jazz stresses me the fuck out. Well, there's, like, different styles, though. There's, like, the more chill jazz. Yeah, there's, like, smooth there's jazz like or whatever. Like, that's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's fucking, yeah, Neil Peart jazz. <laughs> I'm gonna have to turn the audio down on that. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> I didn't know you were a jazz musician. <laughs> there's just something about jazz that stresses me the fuck out. Like, I really, like, there's very little music I can just relax to. Mm-hmm. It normally has to be, like, very repetitive. And there's just something about jazz that every single time, like, I'll be listening to it and I'll zone out to it a little bit. And then, like, <laughs> there'll be, like, a few, like, plinky parts. And I'm just like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> It'll be, like, it's, like... It's like constantly, jazz is constantly having someone like sneak up on you in your peripheral vision where like you're just going about your day and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, what the fuck was that? When a fucking horn section comes in or like some dude hits a flub note on his saxophone. I like, I like yeah, I like when it sounds like they mess up and it's like, but then they just like go with it. They're like, yeah, they keep, yeah, they keep they fucking playing the again. shit note. I respect their uh, ability to Im- improvise, but it's just, it's not for me. And this is not a uh, open call to fucking recommend me jazz. I will not listen to it. I'm sorry. We we'll get no emails. No uh, emails. Speaking of recommending, did you ever check out? The, did you watch Free Jack? I know you found it. At a, I uh, found the VHS. Um, I needed to go to Target to get a power strip because uh, the way that my room's set up is like I have outlets on either corner of the room, mm-hmm. and the outlet like closest to my bed is just short enough that with how I have my VHS TV sitting, the fucking cord does not reach it at all, so I had to oh. buy a power strip. And I didn't remember to do that until yesterday. That's your excuse for not watching Free Jack, huh? Is I couldn't plug in my TV. Unless I want my TV sitting on the ground, and I would have to lay prone like I'm a fucking army sniper to watch Free Jack. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't watch it. <laughs> That's how I watch uh, Jack Ryan. That's how I watch American Sniper, is I have my fucking rifle set up, pointed at the screen. I watch it through the sights. <laughs> Get him! It's like how they like used to have like the shitty 3D glasses with the red and blue. Ooh. When you go to see American Sniper in the theater, they give everyone a fucking Beretta 50, 50 cal rifle. Yeah. That's not a thing. I, I'm, I really know nothing about guns. I own one, but I know absolutely nothing about weapons, and I probably should not. I don't know enough about them to talk about them in front of 30 people. I've, I know, I know the weapons that are in Call of Duty, but those are like the World War II ones. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's the extent of my weapon knowledge, despite owning one. (laughs) You own one too. I do. 
We're both uh, card-carrying members of the NRA here. I do have a shirt. You do have the NRA shirt. I have NRA shirt. It says, uh, it says uh, NRA on the front, and then on the back it's got the snake oh, Gadsden yeah. flag, and it just says, don't tread on me. That's and, uh, a pretty good found shirt. That, I found that at Goodwill. I am not a member of the NRA. <laughs> I mean, you can just print out a card for yourself. Yeah, I could do that. You can just fake, fake it until you make it for every single thing. Like, oh yeah, I'm also, you know, a mason. Um, I want to try to get into that. The, the masons? Yeah. You have to be grandfathered in. I know. They will not know, let you in listen, the elevator. Listen, I know a guy. I know a guy. I'll put it at that. I know a guy. Put, now, a, little, I know, put a little, listen, little seed in his ear. I don't necessarily agree with Freemasonry. But I want to go into those meetings. I want to know what they do. Yeah, I don't really fuck with concrete workers. I'm really just... I can't fuck with Masons. I'm sorry. I just feel like they do weird shit. Like jerk off in the movie theater? Yeah. Without a buddy? Yeah. They go solo. That's with what the no ap- movie That's point. what the apron's for. <laughs> <laughs> they put the apron on and then they can just tug away as much as they want. But yeah. Fucking secrets out, and Masons. I, I, I figured it out. I'm sorry. Sorry for you, Masons. I went into the uh, Freemason, like, meeting room in my hometown once because I just walked in because it was also the fallout shelter in our fucking, in a, one day I was, like, probably, like, 10 years old. It, like, had the sign that had the, you know, the nuclear thing and it just said fallout shelter and then above it had the fucking, the compass, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I just opened the door and, like, walked down these steps into the fallout shelter and it was just, like a big meeting table and then just shelves on in like file cabinets it was basically just a storage room with a table in there Mm -hmm. and i was like wasn't weirded out by it at all i was just like oh this is just a room like this isn't cool and i just immediately left (laughs) like it wasn't even cool enough for fucking inquisitive you know curious 10 year old jackson to give a shit about it at all like i they probably probably... would have molested you or something yo here's to fucking hoping i would make my childhood a lot more fucking eventful (laughs) Looking back, I had a really fucking boring childhood. So Zero molestation. Get, so you're, you're wanting to get... You wish that as a child you would have been molested by Freemasons? I mean, I think it's it's less the getting molested part. It's more so the fact that it's by Freemasons. Hmm. Like, I think the person doing it really, really drives home, like, the... Uh, just the, the impact of the event. Right. Because that's a story. Yeah. Getting molested is not a good thing, obviously. But if you get molested by Freemasons, by a, you can bring that up at work. An age-old cult. You can bring that up at work. You can Yeah, you can casually, you can be working people. at, you can be working at, you know, the coffee shop and, you know. You bring that up. You're, uh, you're making an Americano for someone and you're, uh, <laughs> your co-worker's, you know, making a, making a fucking biscuit or some shit and just be like, yo, did I ever tell you about the time that I was molested by the Freemasons? The what? Plural? Multiple Masons. Is that what they do in there? Is that what the apron's for? Apparently. Allegedly. Listen. Allegedly. Listen, I gotta go swap my laundry out. You gotta go swap your laundry? You're leaving me on dead air after talking about being molested by the fucking Freemasons? Right. Alright, swap your fucking laundry out. I think what I might do is I might pause this for a second and then come back. Are you gonna keep this in or are you gonna cut this out? I think I'm gonna keep this in. You're gonna keep all of this in. I'm keeping all of this in. All right, go. I'm gonna go swap my go, laundry. Go do your I'm laundry. I'm gonna pause it. It'll be like nothing ever happened. I'm that fast. I'm done switching the laundry. Yeah, out. that was really fucking quick. I fucking looked at my phone and then you were back here and you hit record already. You really caught me off guard. Yeah, I'm pretty good. It's pretty pretty small load. 
Yeah. It's just whites. It's just whites. Just whites and delicates. I just throw all my shit in there together. Is that your is that your laundry protocol? Is you just throw everything yeah, in there? I figure, you know, all the modern dyes and stuff we use in the clothes, it's not gonna fuck with anything for the most part. Well the thing is like you won't fuck with dye transfer if it's like past the first couple times you wash it. Mm-hmm. Like you should definitely like if you get a new shirt that's, you know, red or something like that, wash it with light colors the first couple times, but like after that you're good to go. I used to be very anal about my uh, my laundry uh, techniques, uh, and then I moved to a place that doesn't have you know laundry in unit. Mm-hmm. So now I have to go to a laundromat, which is time stands still when you're waiting for your fucking laundry to get done at a Especially laundromat. Especially in the south side of Des Moines. You're fucking. I do not. I do not do my laundry in the south side. You are wrong, sir. Where do you I, do your laundry? I, I go to Merle Hay. There's the laundry place like right by the Target there. Oh. So if you live in the Des Moines area and you'd like to hang out with me while I, <laughs> while, I while I do my laundry like once every two weeks, um, the I believe it is the Clean Laundry location just south of the Target at Merle Hay Mall in Des Moines. Uh, that's that's where I hang out. That's where uh, those are my stomping grounds where I do my laundry. Yeah. But yeah, I used to be very specific, like you know, wash it inside out, you know, hand wash only, cold. Um, with all, like, my graphic shirts and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And now I do not want to spend any more time at the laundromat than I have to. So it's just, like, 30 minutes warm, we're good to go. 30 minutes dry, fucking highest setting, let's just get in, get out. Because I just do not want to be hanging out in my car outside the laundromat. Yeah. For fucking more than, you know, an hour 15 max. I usually, like, go over to the Target and pretend like there's things that I need there because there never there never is but I'm just like I'm gonna I'm gonna go and browse and I end up just getting like a fucking like an energy drink and like six blocks of tofu because that's all I really need do you remember I think you were with me but I was doing laundry at that old apartment and I was down there I don't remember what brought this up but we were talking about the dryer sheets for some reason and that one girl was in there, and she's yeah. like, you need to get some of these. And she, like, fucking has those, She like, gave plastic, us the whole fucking pitch on those plastic... on the like, plastic balls, like she's selling them or something. Yeah, like, she fucking made them herself. Like, she, I was surprised she didn't drop us a business card that, like, was shaped like a fucking flower made of liquor <laughs> that has her fucking Etsy store on it. I don't think those things actually do anything. I really doubt that those I don't are. think any... I think everything's bullshit. I think all products are engineered to service a need that you don't actually have. Well, yeah. That's my theory. That's like all of advertising, isn't it? For the most part. Well, yeah. You have to you have to manufacture a need. That's the entire point of marketing. You gotta make people feel like their life sucks so that you can fix it for them by selling yeah, them some shit. Well, that's part of the... There's like the three or four parts of like what every good ad has is you... you Establish a problem. Are you tired of getting your feet wet in the morning because your cat's dumping his water out on the damn floor? Give your fucking cat a giant bull! <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, that's like the part is like you establish a problem, you introduce a solution to the problem, and then you introduce the need for that solution. I'm here with cat incinerator. <laughs> I'm here with the... <laughs> I'm here with the fucking cat flamethrower. <laughs> it's shaped like a cat, and you can set your cat on fire. Okay, this is dark. I'm <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck you want with there. I'm, I'm, I'm not on board with that. 
I'm not either. It's a bad product. That's I think joke. you shouldn't use laundry detergent or dryer sheets or fabric. Well, fabric softener is bullshit. I don't think you should use do the laundry. I want to use the old timey one where it's like the it's the washerboard the thing. Washboard? Yeah, the thing that all you the crust punks uh, use in their bands. Band? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I want to all my all my clothing needs to be able to be cleaned <laughs> by the instruments used in a folk punk band. Wash tub base, yeah. washboard. Uh, I'm gonna rob days and days to do my laundry <laughs> because God knows they're not gonna fucking do their own. These fucking do. stinky motherfuckers. Dude, they probably never do any of that. And you know what? You don't really need to. I remember one time, I don't know who I was with. I don't think I was with you, but someone put on a Days and Days video around me, and I just went, do you, do you smell that? And there's like, <laughs> uh, what, what are you talking about? I'm like, it smells fucking gross. What the fuck is that? And I kept like getting more and more upset about it <laughs> until they realized that I was referring to the fact that fucking Days and Days was playing on the TV. They got some fun songs. I think uh, I think folk punk has its merit. I just want it to stay, you know, at least a hundred feet away from me. It had its merit about um, what? How many years ago? Mm-hmm. Years I mean, ago, the early two thousands, when like the like Pat the Bunny and like the Johnny Hobo Johnny stuff Hobo was relevant. Freight trains. I That's I want stuff. That's some good songwriting there. I want the law that they have in state for you know pedophiles living within a certain distance of schools, but I want that with folk punk. I want folk punk constantly within a at least a hundred feet away from me at all times. <laughs> I want to be able to enjoy folk punk from a safe distance where I don't really have to see the members of the band, and I definitely can't smell them. <laughs> I just want them to be like slightly like earth toned blobs in the distance holding instruments that they probably bought at a pawn shop in, you know, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, fucking... Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Yeah. I don't don't know why that was the first (laughs) one that came to my mind, but... The fuck? Hmm. That's that's my claws there. Your Santa claws? (laughs) My Santa claws there. Fucking... Tim Allen? Put Tim Allen in that clause too. He he can't fucking be within hundred feet of me. What's wrong with Tim Allen? I don't know. Makes shit movies, I guess. Mm-hmm. Home Improvement's cool. I want to fucking strangle Jonathan Taylor Thomas to death, though. Is that the guy that was on the feud? The feud? Ty- Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I don't know. He was on Family. Was he the friend? Who's the friend? The friends of Family. What? <laughs> no, the friend in, in uh, Tool Time. Home no, that's that's uh, that's uh, Patrick Carnes. Who the fuck is Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Jonathan Taylor Thomas was the middle kid, I think. What the fuck? Because it was Zachary Ty Bryan, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and the other one. <laughs> Do you think he's on a... I don't think it was Patrick Carnes either. It was something Carnes. I'm doing a Google. Who was the, fa- the fucking <laughs> fat friend? The fat friend. Who was the uh, co-host of Tool Time? Mm-hmm. I remember... Uh... Richard Carnes. Oh, okay. I remember because uh, there's a weird thing with Richard Carnes where, for some reason, I found a YouTube video that was like, rest in peace, Richard Carnes. And this was when I was like a kid, like 13, 14. I was like, oh, Richard Carnes is dead. Mm -hmm. And it was like, someone had taken, like, they had cut up an interview of Tim Allen talking about some, like, his friend that died and made it sound like he's talking about Richard Carnes. (laughs) But Richard Carnes is alive. He's not dead. (laughs) You know, I spent years thinking, like, 
oh, Richard Card's, like, died mysteriously. And, like, there's this video of Tim Allen, like, talking about how much he, like, misses his friend and stuff like that. When in reality, the interview's about someone, like, completely different. And I spent years thinking Richard Carnes was dead. Only to realize, like, probably, like, two years ago, I, like, Googled him again. I'm like, He's that a... motherfucker's alive! Oh, fuck, I've been lied to my whole life. He was on Family He's Feud, I guess. Dead. Maybe you had a Mandela moment. If you're listening to this and you also thought that Richard Carnes, a.k.a. the the chubby bearded man from Home Improvement, if you also thought he was dead, you need to let me know because I can't be alone in this phenomenon of being a middle schooler on YouTube searching rest in peace Richard Carnes. I guess I assume I was looking up like Home Improvement clips. Yeah. Because, you know, I really That's need... That's what you do when you're in middle school. Yeah. I mean, it's like, and you know, I, my morning. house needs a new deck. Mm-hmm. I need to search Home Improvement videos. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, if you also thought Richard Carnes from, of Home Improvement and, I guess, Family Feud fame was dead, uh, let I me know. I guess Family Feud fame? I didn't know he was fucking on he Family on Feud. Family That's Family your Feud. fucking creation. I'm pretty sure. Was he, like, the intermediary between Steve Harvey and whatever the fucking schmuck, schmuck before was? Richard Dawkins. Isn't that the, uh, <laughs> isn't that the, uh, evolution dude? Wait a minute. Wait, that's Darwin. Richard Dawson? Richard Dawkins? Richard Dawkins. Dawkins? Dawkins. Dockers. The, 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 the band Dawkins. The band Dawkins who wear Dockers the pants. Yeah. He smells like Chew Iron Guard. Who was the family? Uh, who this was Chi. Who family? Wait, what was family? Oh, no, this is my, You're really my fucking with my brain. I'm trying to search family feud hosts <laughs> and I kept. You, you, you fucking. <laughs> we're both having a stroke right now. We got. Don't Steve, you hate that? We got Steve Harvey. We got Louis Anderson, which I think was the one that kept trying to, like, fuck the wives. Oh, okay. Uh, we got John O'Hurley. Mm-hmm. Richard Carn, No plural. I had Richard it wrong Carnes. the entire time. Richard Carnes. Uh, Richard Dawson. Richard Carnitas. Ray Combs. And Al Roker, I guess, was... Al Roker? I guess. Now, who was Al Roker? That name's very familiar to me. He's the Good Morning... Not Good Morning America. He's the Today Show guy. He's the Black Weatherman. Oh, the guy that... Um, I couldn't have just said the weatherman there, I had to say. No, because it, I, I would have It's like, an adjective. He, have you ever seen the photo of him as Charlie Brown? Have you ever seen the video of him where someone says uh, the Holy Ghost and he freezes? In time? <laughs> he, like, completely freezes. That must be, like, his, uh, his word. His activation it's... word. I'm showing Darby the photo He doesn't of... even look real. <laughs> yeah, he lo- he's a fucking also, simulation. Yeah, he looks, uh, we'll put that on the, uh, thumbnails. Al Roker is Charlie Brown. They should have had him be Lucy. Yeah, I gotta fucking show you that thing of him when someone, he, like, f- completely freezes. When someone says Holy Ghost? Yeah, someone says, yeah, someone with a Holy Ghost, and then he's, like, like, he, he like, has, like he's in suspended animation all of a sudden? Yeah. Are you gonna pull up? I'm gonna have to pull it up. You keep people Okay, um, you're the talker. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep talking to you, I'm gonna keep asking you questions, and you're just gonna have to try and answer. Alright, lightning round. Do you think Mr. Clean would be a Nazi if he was a real person? I think Mr. Clean would be a superhero if he was a real person. What type of super, what would be his powers? Uh, probably the ability to... Anti-Semitism. <laughs> The ability to clean. The was he gonna clean? To was he gonna clean? <laughs> Please have a good answer. All of the bad genetics. <laughs> Mister Clean with the power of eugenics. Jesus Christ! All right, Al Roker, Holy Ghost. Um, what was this? Is a remix. I don't want. Remix. Remix. 
Uh, what the internet doesn't want me to find this. I got another question. What's uh, up? What band had the song Mr. Clean? What was the fucking skate punk band? The skate punk band? Was it Melancholy that had Mr. Clean? I don't know what the fuck you're talking Here's the video. Alright, blast it for me. I, it's up as we gotta... Oh, you know why? Because I got it coming through my headphones. Alright. Okay, but who's the... What, what are you talking about? Melancholy? M- Melancholy. Is it Melancholy that has the song Mr. Clean? I don't know. I know the one song that was on like Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah, the fucking two. No Cigar. And then I listened to the rest of one of their albums because I was like, well, the rest of this. Yeah, is Penny Bridge good. Pioneers. That's the name of the album. I'm trying. You know a lot about Melancholy. They're a good band. Yeah, they're like, what are they, Swedish or something? Fucking Norwegian, Norwegian. All right, you got the Holy Ghost going. I got going. the Holy Ghost. Exactly how he Isn't Matt Lauer like a fucker? Yes, exactly. yeah. He got like outed for being like a. Anyway, there is a lot of memories today. Actually, he holds that for so long. What the fuck? <laughs> He's staring in my soul. What the fuck? I thought you were making this shit up. He really no, just fucking freezes. He freezes completely. Because all these... Look at the fucking bull cut motherfucker yeah, behind them. I like that guy. Bull cut maintenance.wmv. Dude, that's a good video. That's a great that guy video. Doesn't, that guy's not under, like, mind control or anything. Yeah, he doesn't hear Holy Ghost and, uh... And freezes. Yeah, that's weird that's shit. It's really fucked up. I really don't like There's that. There's a lot of other stuff like that, too. There's, like, um, Shaq, where he, like, completely freezes while he's on some talk show. Like, he just, like, just does not move. Did someone say, like, Kobe to him or something? I don't something? know what... I don't think anyone said anything. Are we just gonna just, look up celebrities freezing? I think freezing? Just, they just forgot to turn them on. We'll search up fucking Walt Disney, too. I'm sure his brain is, like, Walt frozen Disney in a fucking off. space station. Disney sucks. Same kind of question I asked KG. LeBron James' comments were... I don't like, think this is the right no, video. This, the right <laughs> this video. is just him and Charles Barkley <laughs> arguing. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my God. What? Very visual. Oh, here we go. The minute 14, that's what I like. Glitch in the Matrix. Yeah, this is a... Shaq Frozen on live TV. This, this is, is a video very video uh, heavy... This is Kazam 2. Podcast. I'm gonna get... We're gonna get fucking copyright. He's oh, frozen. What? What the fuck? I'll link all of these. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't like that fucking... Uh, He's just completely time. stuck, and it's weird because, like... He's just completely frozen. Like other people start like noticing, but like not really uh, calling attention to it to each other That's or like on TV. It's very fucking weird. weird. I don't know. I'll link all these. I'm sorry that I watched videos for a couple minutes there. I mean, last week we just were looking up shit on Cami <laughs> for fucking. This seems to be the the anyway. I don't know. You ever like when you were younger or whatever, you get on YouTube back when YouTube was like cooler, and you could like go down one of those rabbit holes of just like weird like conspiracy theory videos well you, you'd go down that hole of like the weird stuff on youtube and no matter what you'd end up like on a video that would just be that shock video of where the car's like driving in the countryside <laughs> and then the fucking scary woman pops up i remember that on like albino black sheet before you yeah people even like use youtube i feel like oh, no matter man. like i no matter what like for people who are not you know 22 or older i guess 
there yeah, was a if period pre nine eleven, post nine eleven baby. Yeah, if you were a post nine eleven baby, first of all, and fucking hit on you on Twitter. Wow! Please call, please call the police. <laughs> wow! <laughs> a legal disclaimer: I do not do that. <laughs> Holy shit! Wait, let me do the post nine eleven would be two thousand one. Yeah, twenty one. Okay, I'm still. I, I still ju- do not I still do judge that. You. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not gonna fucking do that. I'm not calling you a pedophile. I have a hard pre 9 11 limit for the women that I date. <laughs> Anyways. So, uh, where were you during 9 11? Oh, I was bored. And they stopped talking to All me. All right. <laughs> Listen, I hate to go. I hate to leave you hanging here. I hate to leave you in this Starbucks. I've gotta go. Um, <laughs> You've never fucking been. I've never fucking Starbucks. gone to a Starbucks on a date. What the fuck? Who does that? I don't drink coffee. Oh, do you want to go to Starbucks so I can get a water and you can get a coffee? (laughs) I can get a water and one of those big... Not even hot chocolate. I really cannot do those fucking drinks. Anyways, there was a period of time on YouTube where no matter what you'd be searching, you would click on a related video and it would just be like a shock jump scare video. Mm. Like, that was just like a thing. Everything was a minefield. Like, you'd be like looking up like... Oh, Blink-182 music videos, and you'd click on one that'd be like, Rare Blink-182 demo, and you'd like click in, and it'd be like a shitty live performance of Damn It, and then halfway through, there'd be like the fucking, the woman from The Exorcist would just pop up. I remember that. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, fucking that. Tom DeLonge looks rough. <laughs> that must have been when he was getting really into the fucking pills there. Oh my god. I remember those, and I remember, um... It'd be, like, most scary plane crashes, and it would just be, like, the... It'd be always be the exorcist face. Yeah. Or, like, something like that. And then later on, it was, like, the Jeff the Killer guy. There's that one video that, uh, was the... Oh, you fucking already talked about it. The car driving through the countryside. And the yeah, that one got me every single... I will, like... I have such, like... PTSD from that like if I see a photo that's even like vaguely the same composition of like an overhead shot of like a road with like trees around it I'm immediately just like I don't fucking like that I'm not trusting that I don't trust like that I don't trust like that I don't trust like that (laughs) and like someone I like and the thing is I got I got got by that video Uh. like a week ago like, someone posted a video on Twitter where it was that video where I saw, like, the car going through the countryside. And I was like, oh, it's like that video. And then it happened, and I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. It was that video. It was the video. Fuck. It's I got been fucking, so long since I've seen it. I, I literally, like, clicked on it knowing, oh, that's the jump scare video. And then it happened, and it still got me. <laughs> Not this time. I need to condition okay, myself. Okay, this time. I need to condition myself to watch jump scare, like, shit until it no longer affects me. And then I'll just be, you know, a heightened sense of Jackson. I'll be Jackson 2.0 once I can no longer be, like, got by jump scares at all. Mm-hmm. Is that, that's really what gets you, is the jump scares, though? Jump scares still, to this day, get me. That's why I dislike modern horror. Mm-hmm. Like, that whole, like, era of, like, possession movies and, like, poltergeist-type stuff, like, with, like, The Conjuring and, like, Sinister and Insidious and shit like that, I fucking hated all that so much. And, like, those came out around when I was, like, in high school and stuff like that so like you know the so like people would always be like oh you want to go see insidious i'd be like no (laughs) i don't i really don't (laughs) because like the few times that i did go to those movies in the theater with people like my friends would just be like oh fucking queer fucking pussy (laughs) because i would like be jumping every fucking 30 seconds because i just like i don't like jump scares like because to me it feels so fucking cheap Mm because like 
it's not even like being afraid. It's not being like scared. It's just being it's, spooked. It's being like the temporary feeling of like the shock. Like yeah, it's like, not. Oh. There's no merit to it. Like there's no creativity behind that. It's just, oh. <laughs> like it happens. Like it wouldn't even have to be something scary. Like if I'm in my house washing my dishes and I hear like a loud pop in the other room, I'm gonna fucking yeah, jump. It's like the same thing. Like I could know exactly what's going on. Like Space Ghost could like knock a fucking. Gl- glass down Your and I'm still gonna space fucking ghost. yes my cat space ghost everyone knows space ghost okay he's a popular man <laughs> the character space ghost from the adult swim series um if he's you know trying to make a pb and j in the middle of the night and I hear him drop a knife ah. yeah <laughs> exactly sorry Jackson I'm just trying to make a sandwich carry on <laughs> I yeah I just Plus, I think, like, the Possession movies just fucking suck. Like, I think it's boring and played out. I think the original Poltergeist is really all you need. Hmm. With the TV? With the fucking, the CRT and the fucking static, which, come to think of it, would that be lost on, like, a post-9-11 audience? That's how we're we're (laughs) going (laughs) to... I thought, there's, like, post-9-11, pre-9-11, then post-party rock anthem, and then pre-party rock anthem. <laughs> that's the, that's how the fucking that's, forget BC and AD. We're we're strictly working in a pre nine eleven post nine eleven pre party rock post party rock <laughs> PPR P dot PR. Wait a minute, was that pre party rock or post party rock? It was, what, it was party rock two thousand eight two thousand nine two thousand twelve. Party no fucking way. Party, party rock, rock was, was like two thousand twelve. No, someone was uh, well. Or two thousand eleven. I was at the clean laundry south of Merle Hay Mall in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, <laughs> while I was grabbing my stuff out of my car, a, a car, like, blew past, like, through a red light in the intersection, blasting Party Rock Anthem. That's awesome. And I was just, like, really hoping that car would get T-boned, because that'd be <laughs> very... <laughs> imagine jamming to Party Rock Anthem, windows down, and you get T-boned for red light, going through a red light. I almost hit some lady yesterday, pulling out of a Casey's, because she was going... She was turning, but she didn't have her turn signal on, and I thought she was going to drive by, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go now, while she's already kind of driving by yeah she turned towards me and i almost fucking t-boned her you should have fucking hit her we established this last episode the fucking rules of the road i didn't need to you know turn my day into uh shit i mean it would have ruined her day more that airbag would probably turn her into fucking dust would have hit her driver's side too so yeah you would have absolutely just disintegrated and it was a jeep so it would have like crumbled basically like a jeep grand cherokee I looked it up, uh, Party Rock Anthem came out January 25th, 2011. So basically 2010. No, no, we go, no, 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 no. 20, it's, it's 2011 for sure. I do. But 2012 felt very late for it to be an LMFAO society uh, still. That band had, band, that group had two songs. I don't know any of their other shit at all. I don't, I don't think, think anyone does. Yeah, they had, what was the other one? Uh, there was the Party Rock... And then there was, um, what the fuck was the other one? Uh, was it, oh, it's... um, Sexy I Know yeah, It? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that was, a f- they went on hiatus in 2012, which is really funny because that's probably exactly when people stopped caring about them. Yeah. <laughs> they knew not to, like, fucking, uh, shoot another load. That time period was so weird. It was basically, like, the 80s all over again. In in a, the, it was a, the worst part of the 80s. Yeah, it was, like, a, like the neon, like, weird shit. What fucking... They also had... They had Party Rock Anthem and they had Sorry for Party Rocking. Which yeah, was another that one's one. not very good. 
And then I also had one called Champagne Showers, which I guarantee I would know if I heard it, but I... I don't know. Let's pull up some LMFAO. Don't play it, because then we'll get in trouble. You can play like seven seconds of it, I think. Alright, okay. I guess we're not monetizing this, so who cares? If you're not drunk, ladies and gentlemen, uh, get ready to get fucked up! Let's do it! Ha ha! <laughs> Will John is really like you know how like uh there's those like Mio Mio like uh flavor things that he get? <laughs> Lil John is a Mio like he is like the the flavor powder that you can add to any song to immediately make it fucking fantastic. <laughs> Lil John is just the little fucking the cherry on top to every single just garbage electronic or rap song that really just puts it over the edge. Just a soulful man. He he's screaming so loud. He has a career just based around like, all right, here's this whole other song going on. I'm gonna scream for thirty seconds, and I'm gonna pop back in every once in a while, like later on, so you don't forget that I'm in the song. Because like, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, Lil John gets the intro, and then the song's gonna kick in. You're like, oh yeah, that's a pretty good song, and then he's gonna pop in in like the fourth quarter, and you're like, yeah, Lil John's here. <laughs> he's the ultimate like a uh, he's like a hype man. Yeah, I like the idea of like them recording it all in one take. Like all the all the rappers are in the studio, and like Lil John like goes down to Seven Eleven, gets a drink, and comes back to get his like last line. And <laughs> all the while, they're still like fucking performing the song. He like reads a little bit and then pops back in in the in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I show that guy do the national anthem sometime. Lil John. Yeah. At like but a he, baseball he, game or a hockey game or something. They allow him to ad lib as much as he wants, so Yeah. It's just like, oh say can But it's to that beat that you just played. Yeah <laughs> That's right They let anyone do it, so why not? I mean, they've had like enough shitty, like shitty performances of the national anthem where it's like you know people that can genuinely sing like they're trying but it's just fucked up like i know there was like i think fergie did it and she did it like for way too long and you can oh, see, i remember that was like see a in, basketball game yeah you can see in the video all the basketball players are like oh no 10 minutes <laughs> yeah like kobe's <laughs> fucking laughing in the corner about it yeah they have enough people that are like probably actually talented you're you're already setting them up for failure because like let's be real the national anthem sucks not a great song. We need to update it. To what? Mr. Clean by Mill and Colin. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think would be a good, a good fucking... Uh, a song that already exists as the national anthem. Yeah. Like, what... I think Born in the USA would be a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty good. I feel like people get pretty pumped up for that. It would be an easier transition if you do something that's already played at sports games. I would say and you can't do uh, the fucking the, probably, the Gary Glitter song because he's a pedophile. I would say we should play all of Fortunate Son by Creedence Clearwater Revival. Probably. You say all of it like it's a long song. That song's like two minutes long. It's longer than the national anthem. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it depends how you sing it. Fergie can make it last for two minutes. I'll make the national anthem last for seven minutes. Maybe. How about a Frank Zappa song? Is the national anthem? Frank Zappa performing the national anthem. Oh God. It's 14 minutes long. There's a bass solo for some reason. There's a maracas solo too. And a kazoo. Oh man, yeah. It's Trout Mask Replica. The whole album is the national anthem. <laughs> We're just gonna put a that one fucking King Crimson album that everyone creeps their pants over as the national anthem. 
It's a Fortunate it's Sons 222. The Kill Switch Engage song that was CM Punk's entrance, entrance music is the national anthem. Yeah, I mean, if we think about it, the national anthem is just shitty wrestling intro music. <laughs> well, why not? Why not the fucking um. The I'm National an Anthem American. is the wrestling-like theme intro for the entire country of the United yeah. States. Why not? They should play it as we're invading, you know, a Middle Eastern country. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, like, the, they have, like, the classic footage in all the World War II movies of, like, all the soldiers, like, in those fucking metal, like, bunk things, like, hitting the beaches of Normandy. It should just have, like, one dude in the back. Like, you know how, like, in Civil War, Even... they had, like, the drummers in the back, like, yeah. playing the war songs. They, they, had, the they have fucking Fergie in the background just <laughs> belting it. I think even better, when they do drone strikes, they play it really loud from the drone. The drone has, like, a little speaker on yeah. it that just, like, has, you know, fucking... Some they have fucking Bruce Springsteen now doing the national anthem. This is horrible. It could be worse. <laughs> it could be. I mean, honestly, be. like uh, not giving those civilians the peace of having music to listen to as the, you know their 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 whole block is getting just leveled. what they want. Bruce Springsteen. At least it's Mr. Springsteen. Imagine like you know walking down to the market or whatever, and like all of a sudden you hear like in the background you're like, "Is that dancing in the dark?" And then all of a sudden your block gets leveled by a fucking carpet bomb. <laughs> Jeez. Thanks, Obama. There'd be more confusion than anything. I don't think I'd have any solace in hearing Bruce Springsteen before, you know, my whole existence gets pulverized by a fucking, by a power across the country, <laughs> across the fucking earth. Yeah. Honestly, like, would that be enough of a culture shock? That'd be like the equivalent of, like, if North Korea shot a missile over and, like, all you hear is, like, their, like, like, you hear, like, Korean music, and you're like, what the fuck is that? And then you're gone. How fucking mad would you be if, uh, the guy that bombed your, your, your entire city, like, fucking, like, ruined your entire community or whatever, your whole country, you see on the news, or you read the news, like, oh, he got a Nobel Peace Prize. How fucking mad would that make you? I mean, pretty fucking mad. I mean, uh, the, the, the anger that the Middle Eastern people have towards the United States, pretty justified. <laughs> yeah, we've been, we kind of, kind of been, uh... It's justified, but I think it's misdirected. I think, It's uh, not you and me doing it. Well, yeah, obviously. I don't, I don't have a... I don't make these... If it was I don't wake me, up every morning and press the button on my bedside table and be like, alright, Kuwait, you're up. Right. I don't, I'm definitely I don't not, get that phone call where they tell me that I gotta do I don't this pick up the red phone and I have to dial, I have to go to a fucking phone booth and dial, dial a five digit code to level a fucking, level a farmstead in fucking Dubai. Yeah, level a, uh, like an ancient, uh, an ancient city. Like basically a, a museum. Yeah, essentially just, you know, all the, the all the culture and history <laughs> and, of that entire and land. I think, um, I think it would be, imagine if, like, you know how, like, there's, like, the nuclear, like, the access codes before you can, like, fucking launch off a warhead. Right? I don't believe in that shit. I don't think it's an actual real thing, but imagine if you just mistype it and it just sends them to a different place. Like, it, it still allows you access. It's just like, all right, we're fucking hitting the... <laughs> All right, you uh, you mistyped a three instead of a four. We're going to Grand Forks, North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> they have it so that wouldn't it be illegal for them to have shit that would even target the United? I thought it's like illegal. Oh, I don't know. This probably doesn't. Mean We're anything. talking very hypothetical here. I know, but in the situation where fucking Joe Biden, there's fucking, no pop up window that's like, are you, you cannot attack the United States? Are you with sure that you want to bomb fucking Shakopee, Minnesota? <laughs> are you yeah, sure? Yeah. 
Yeah, fucking Joe Biden's frail fucking elderly dementia fingers accidentally mistypes and all of a sudden, you know, all the Waffle Houses have a warhead hanging towards it. Joe Biden's a fucking Muppet as far as I'm concerned. That's really disrespectful to Muppets. And I I hope that you will apologize. New Muppet. New Elmo's fucking creepy. Post post, uh, post Muppets from Space Muppet. Because Muppets from Space is the last, like, bastion of Is that the one with the Grover? Grover? Yeah, Muppets in Space. That's the one where Gonzo, Gonzo. Fi- they find Gonzo. out that he's an alien. Grover. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh! that was not. <laughs> that was not. I'm going to space. <laughs> it's, ni- it's 1999. Was the last good Muppet content. This is the last good Muppet movie. <laughs> they tell you that at the beginning, just so you guys know. <laughs> This is the last good Muppet movie. Jim Henson's son comes on the fucking screen. Yeah, he comes out on stage. Like, he has, like, the red, like, fucking uh, curtains behind him. Like, he's in a high school gymnasium. Yeah, he's like, this is the last good Muppets movie. <laughs> he, has, he has his hand up like he's doing a puppet, but he doesn't have a puppet on his hand. He's probably mentally tortured enough to, uh, you know, have... Imagine having to fill those giant, fluffy Muppet shoes. It can't be as bad as filling Jerry Garcia's shoes, like you said. <laughs> This big stinky shoes. Because like Jim Henson was a fucking was like a god. He was a fucking revolutionary when it comes to like you guys puppetry. Are a piece of shit. I mean, give me your reasons. Uh, I don't know. There you go. He warped a lot of minds. <laughs> he made people think that uh, sentient balls of cloth are okay in your friends. He made a kids movie with uh, a lot of spooky stuff. Dark pr- Dark Crystal. Hang on. Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Was I that guess Jim Henson? Labyrinth? That was Jim Henson. Yeah, that was Jim Henson. Because David Bowie talks about working with me. He's like, oh, yeah. It's a good, good Bowie impression. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, the like Jim Henson's death was entirely preventable. He like was like he overworked himself so much and he had like deadlines coming up and like he was just like he complained of like chest pains. And his, like, I think it was his, like, ex-wife was, like, still, like, like, they were, like, separated, but, like, they were still, like, you know, cohabitating. And his, like, ex-wife was just, like, you should go, go, go to the hospital if you're, you know, 60 years old and having, like, severe chest pains. And he was, like, no, I gotta, gotta finish this draft. I gotta, I gotta build the new Muppet or whatever the, the fuck. The new Muppet. <laughs> the new Muppet. And, like, he's put his own soul into that Muppet. He, like, kept complaining about fucking... It's a cursed Muppet that has yeah. the soul of Jim Henson Looks in like it. like a big cow. <laughs> but, yeah, he kept complaining about chest pains, but he kept just being like, no, I'm not going to the fucking hospital. I got this fucking new Muppet to build or whatever. I got this... Uh, I got a fucking... Uh, I got an Ava to build that's a an Muppet. Ava? A Muppet Ava to build. Hey, Jim Henson actually wrote Ava. Secretly. This fucking Ava Unit 1 is just actually furry. You can't tell because it's a drawing. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you kept complaining <laughs> of chest pains. You can't tell because it's a drawing. <laughs> they, they didn't have enough money to write in the texture. Not in the budget. But by the time he got, like, actually got to the hospital, the doctor was just like, yo, dude, you're fucking, there's nothing we can do for you. <laughs> and he, like, died, like, an hour into, like, getting, like, taken into the hospital because he just, like, ignored it and, like, his, like, fucking kidneys were failing and shit like oh, that. Because uh, I think he... I don't know if, like, he, like, did a lot of drugs. I'm assuming a man who created art in the 70s obviously did. Oh, they all did. They all fucking were, you know... That guy was into some weird shit. He was into some weird shit to be hanging around with people like uh, David Bowie. And, he was into weird shit to be hanging around Muppets all the time. kids' movies with puppets and shit. Whatever, man. 
I like to think that to Jim Henson, he was, you know, constantly under, like, so involved in his own universe that he created, and probably, you know, drugs, that, like, he had, like, a Toy Story type thing going on where like the Muppets were alive while he was around. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Oh, I don't write this stuff. This is just what they say to me. Yeah, that's just what fucking Grover told me. <laughs> <laughs> I went to I went to Starbucks with Kermit last night and he plotted out the entirety of Muppets Take Manhattan for me. I love he was the just like, of he, the puppet of, of Kermit the Muppet just sitting in the chair right across from him. Not moving not at all. And he's like in his own head is like just talking and it's got the camera right on Kermit and it's just Kermit's voice coming through and it's like kind of echoey and <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's he's like, like writing like spacing off yeah Jim Henson's just like st- it's like sitting at the table like fucking <laughs> Genji just like <laughs> staring at god yeah Jim Henson what a fucking character Jim Henson summoning entities and putting them into his brain and writing down what they tell him to what a weirdo yeah Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Jim Henson. Rest in peace, Jim Henson. Fuck you, Jerry Garcia.